0: You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and, well, obviously, video games. Starring Ben, Garcia, Trey, Xavier, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Exquisite Podcast Radio Network. Shout out to Exquisite. All right. Welcome to another edition of The Game from the Gamers podcast episode 8. Thank you guys for joining us. How are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Just you know, another day, another dollar, right? Another day in paradise.
0: I feel it. I feel it. Xavier, you a little under the weather. You all right over there? Yeah, outside of being sick,
2: you know. It's life. I love it. I'm breathing. One earth, another day. Cheers to that. Cheers. I feel that. I feel that. Stay positive.
0: All that good stuff. So let's get into some of the dope things that we have listed on that secret notes list that we all share. What all the dope topics Ooh, on it? Don't there. tell everybody. Well, they can't get to it anyway, because I'm the I'm the I'm the gatekeeper. Hey man, you know people will try to hack anything. I don't think they want to hack this. This is this is uh, no the better. least of the world's worries right now.
2: So, Xavier, man, what are we getting into? I think since we're playing Killing for 2, this would be a great topic. What games do you prefer more, and what type of gamer are you between competitive and cooperation? And also, too. What is your favorite competitive or cooperative game?
0: I think if I had to choose one, I would be more of a cooperative gamer. I'm not really huge on competition just because the competitive games to me don't really make sense to be competitive over, i.e. the 2Ks and the FIFAs and the um, head-to-head games. uh, I can't find myself being overly competitive in those kind of games. If it's a shooter, then I'm good. But then, again, as a shooter where you have teams, is that more cooperative or is that more competitive? So for me, I would categorize that as cooperative, and I find myself to be more cooperative as a gamer. In terms of my favorite cooperative game, man, I don't really know, man. I can't really pick one right now. I mean, we play Killing Floor 2, We've always been fans of Battlefield, but are those my favorite? Probably not. I'd have to dig into the crates and maybe see what I can find in there. But that's just me. I don't know, Trey. What do you think?
1: For me personally, I like to only really be competitive with with games like you know, like Mario Kart, Golden Knight, games that I can game like with friends, either like right here in the room with me, where I can talk shit with them. Or even if I'm playing online and playing Shell or like I used to play a lot of Madden, playing games like that, yeah, that's that's one thing. I like being competitive with, like that. Um, I don't really see much of a point in playing on the same team as somebody else online. I mean, it's cool and all that, but it just ends up getting way too easy because you're just working with another human being instead of letting the CPUs just kind of be middle of the pack. Uh, so... Uh, in terms of co-op games and everything, like, I, I really don't like how so many of these games, like, even Killing 4, for example, like, you can compete against other people and zombies, like, why would I, like, if, if ever a zombie apocalypse happens, I don't give a fuck what's going on, like, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna take care of number one, that's me, but, best believe it, I'm gonna work with the other fucking, you know, non-zombies, all the humans, all the uninfected people, to kill all the damn zombies first before i worry about them motherfuckers. and so <laughs> i don't really see much of a point in uh, in uh going against another team as well and you got a few games that do that not probably not as many as i as i would expect but um in terms of my favorite like co-op game along those lines uh, i'd absolutely have to say uh, the the gears of war franchise that game, I mean, it's not really a game that you play online, but if uh, you got a good friend and you go through that shit together, man, like, it's a lot of teamwork, it's a lot of, you know, crazy shit that's happening, whether you're covering each other's backs while y'all are reloading and watching out for the locust you know, hordes that are coming at you from behind and trying to, you know, put a put a um a a bayonet through you and it's like you're watching out for each other and that shit is scary like you you kind of feel that shit at the moment that's that's cool that's that's the co-op that's the co-op that i really like um well that's that's kind of where i stick to i mean i kind of stay in that zone um i I really don't do too
2: much co-op online or anything along those lines
0: okay okay what about you x
2: i feel like my answer is gonna have a little twist on it I'm a super competitive person, but I think because I've played like organized sports as well as I've been on teams, you know, working career-wise, I think that me being competitive like it it helps the team spirit because it helps you know rise you know everybody else up to the same level it helps push people it helps motivate people like if you guys know like when we be playing Battlefield 1 or whatever like I'd always be talking shit or I'd be like hey man like hey man keep killing dude or you remember I would always play medic you guys know I died the most but I was still getting kills but I was also keeping y'all alive at the same time you guys would always hear me you know we'd be in the ballroom I had a shotgun like I'm ringing niggas bells but at the same time (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm keep, you know, I'll switch back to medic for a while and I'll keep you all alive then I'll switch back and start ringing bells. Like, so for me, it's like I'm competitive, but at the same time, like I feel like my competitiveness like pushes the team. So I would probably go more so with the competitive games. And I feel like my favorite competitive game is probably either going to be Gears of War. I'm I'm, I'm with Trey on that one. Like, I remember the first time playing it, like, it felt like you was, like, in a horror film in a way. But the game's hard as shit, so you do need a team member to beat, you know, some of these bosses. Like, you remember the first time you fought the Spider-Man, like, on the lava level? Like, the first time playing the game ever, you was like, what the fuck? Like, how do I beat this thing? It was kind of hard to beat it by yourself, you know, originally until you actually got used to it. But um, I would also say Call of Duty Four. I feel like the very first Call of Duty Four, like I feel like it just took first-person shooters to like a whole nother level. I think the game was pretty complex. It wasn't as easy and dumbed down as we see Call of Duty now. But that's just my take on it. Okay, man. Now that I've had a, some some time to think, you guys have
0: named a lot of shooters. I think if I had to go like classic, favorite cooperative games, I'd have to go way back in the crates what it one of the punisher games i think on like sega or something or nintendo or something it was like punisher and nick fury and it was the two-player joint that was one of my favorite me and chad used to get down on that um i also was a big fan of like metal slug metal slug was tight that was another co-op type joint and uh As we got into like the PlayStation era, I really started to like Dynasty Warriors. But those are couch split screens, not online split screens. So some of our younger fans probably like, what? But that was my jam, yo. Like Dynasty Warriors, where you could pause the gameplay and one of the players could choose to either one on one battle a dude or to pass up. And like it, it tested your manhood where you was like, I ain't going to be no bitch. So you was fighting people one on one and you had that risk of dying. It was dope. It was really, really dope. So I love Dynasty Warriors. I don't know how that franchise has changed since then. I'm sure a lot of things have been added, taken away to make the game more dope. And that was th- those are just some of my favorites. But that was from, again, a long time ago. So I feel like an old head lightweight. Yeah, you went back,
2: sir. You went back.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. One thing I'd like to ask about um, more specifically to you, X, is uh, you were talking a lot about how your your competitive nature, which I tend to very much share as well, like whether it's in athletics, you know, through high school and college for me or through my career as well, um, about how that competitive nature kind of fuels the team and how, how that's a cool thing, and how that all works out for you. But are you saying that... I mean, are you saying that you're more of a team-oriented person in that respect? Because those games that you named and those situations that you named are team uh, team games, they're team situations, where you being competitive helps the team. That's cool. But I, I guess I'm still kind of, uh, kind of lacking an understanding of uh, what type of games you really you really prefer in that regard because that's, I guess that's kind of, I, of like a balance right there, man.
2: Yeah, I guess the best way to put it is in a real-life situation, like I'm going to I'm gonna use my competitiveness and I'm going to do what's right for the team. But if it's injuring me, then I'm not going to do it for the team. My competitiveness then would just be me being self-sufficient.
0: Mm. Okay. Mm.
2: Self-competitive.
1: Okay, and in terms of your liking of, of your games and all that, like – would you, rather, would you rather be you head to head against somebody else or head to head against even the CPU or would you rather, would you rather be you know, a part of the team for, for, all, for, for sacrifice your own stats just to make people better because you were mentioning how you were playing on the healer class and you were kicking ass and being a team player right there even though it wasn't you know, really helping you because you were getting killed the most but it, that's, that's some shit that you really enjoyed.
2: Yeah, I think I think for me, like I play I play online games mostly, man, just for the experience, just with friends and stuff, you know. So that's why I say like I guess I just kinda break it down from I guess like a real life standpoint and then like a video game standpoint. But I mean like I say, as far as video games go, like I just love playing with you guys, like the excitement we have, the jokes oh. we have. So <laughs> you know um yeah, that was a battle and that was a pause. Don't start but, again.
0: Come on, <laughs> keep it together, man.
2: <laughs> but uh yeah i guess i guess i guess you're right i guess you know more on the gaming side i guess i am more of a i am more of a team player like you said normally when we play battlefield i do take them up to that like because y'all have some of the stronger classes and stuff so i want y'all to do well you guys probably have a better chance i think of affecting the team to win than i do in some of those situations you know
0: mm, that's an interesting point Recognizing your weaknesses and
2: kind of like helping your team in a different way. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I look at that as just like us playing pickup basketball, you know, like sometimes when you're on the court with certain people, like if they're scoring or if a person's hot, like you have to defer. Like you just got to play your role, like, you know, play yeah. defense, you know, hustle, get the boards and get that boy the ball. You right. You got to feed hot hands. Yeah. It's just what it is.
0: No, I feel that. I, I feel that. that. Um, I think besides if I didn't have I think cooperative game or like a head-on game like if i had to choose between I honestly would go neither I was I was from the I was from the adventure game cloth man that's where I was cut from so I'm I'm kind of a weird gamer I like tasks and things to do and and goals I'm more of a goal-oriented gamer like if I gotta work something up I like working things up so you know although in call of duty and in battlefield you can work things up it it feels like you're not really doing anything you know what i mean it's kind of like the boxes in battlefield like you earn these boxes but they're just skins to guns and it's pointless it feels pointless to me so i don't really care care for it i don't like i don't really care about this this skin on this gun some people love that though they're like, oh, I got a new skin. This is so dope. To me, I don't I don't really give a shit. So I'm more of just like like Darksiders. I was talking about that. That game series was so dope to me. It was because it was an adventure game. It was a it was a grinder style game. And that's why I'm very interested in Fortnite right now. It's cause it seems like, you know, you build and continue to grow and it's one of those kind of games. So I do like the cooperative games more so than the competitive. But at the same time, if I had to Pick like a jack and daxter i'm gonna pick that instead for me oh shit oh shit oh shit you better tell her to get off pinterest man what is you on your phone again no. what is oh, you no, watching baby, what is
1: you doing
0: is it good yeah all right it's cool if it's good but the internet Can y'all hear me? are
3: yeah, you going in and out still.
0: They said I'm going in and out.
1: Whoa.
3: <laughs> this is a bad night, man. This bad
1: hey, night. Man. I really hope that this shit is being recorded,
0: man. I don't... If they can't hear me, I can't do shit about it. If you good, we good, we all good. Then it should be good. He's so loud. So loud. Man, y'all know she deaf, man. She can't hear shit. I hear you. Hi, babe. Tell whoever said that they ain't shit. My girl just wanted me to let y'all know that y'all ain't shit. Ooh.
3: Ooh.
0: Sorry about that. Yeah, I hope that wasn't recorded.
3: Yeah, I hope it was. (laughs)
1: Because
3: you the next (laughs) (laughs) soundbite. I hope it was. (laughs)
1: So if you're talking about task oriented games like 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 where would uh games like Grand Theft Auto for example fall into that especially like GTA 5 I mean cuz that can especially with all the onload online mode that they have currently and all the crazy shit that's going on with all that I mean there's a lot of a lot more team oriented stuff versus task oriented stuff there's, you know the world is their oyster when it comes to game like games like that mm-hmm. which is cool cuz it allows you to ability to you know have the best of both both worlds Mm. what is it that that gets people like you to go after a game like that and i don't know as much about you know jackson dexter and all that but i'm only talking on what i know as always Try not to talk too much about shit i don't know so (laughs) that's why i tend to be a little bit quieter on this podcast because i just don't want to you know, be talking about shit. I don't know. I'd rather learn from y'all and uh, have my perspective and and you know connect with our our listeners who are uh, a little bit more like myself, not considered
0: hardcore gamers
1: and uh, kind of bridge that gap for them, you know,
0: yeah, yeah., uh, for me, what draws me to Grand Theft Auto, I think is more so the technology that goes into it. So like someone had to design a map using code to look like a certain city and like san andreas for example like they had to give that whole game that 90s like hip-hop era feel to the entire game and to me that it's like watching a movie for me and i think that's where the i guess buzz for me comes in there as far as it being competitive versus cooperative you are absolutely right in that the newer Grand Theft Autos have, like, online stuff, which is, to me, is still a little weird. I don't really know much about it. I haven't really messed around with it yet. But to me, I think the thing that would draw me to that game would be the story mode and not the online play. I mean, the online play stuff is cool, but even when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's great. But I want to get to the story mode. It's a gimmick. Yeah, it is very gimmicky. Except the hide and go seek thing. The hide and go seek thing seems dope. Oh, explain that to me. It's uh it's I don't know if it's called hide and go seek, it's one of the game modes where one person is the predator and one's the prey and it's like the one that I saw is like a dark like hospital or like uh it's it's meant to be like kind of scary. So like dark hospital or lab and one player chases the other and one has a gun and one has like a weaker gun. Or maybe not even gun like a flashlight and a, a knife or something something weird like that and you know they play predator play and play you got to hide but you hiding in gta so it's it's not like the environment it looks amazing or anything like that to where you can hide all crazy it's just fun to do so i i, I kind of like that but other than that nah. x how do you feel about the new
2: gta online more so competitive vibe i actually love gta online i mean i think it still gave you an rpg feel of a way but it also gave you a good like team environment where you could just like wreck the city together like i I think it had a good balance of both Mm -hmm. i I think that was the thing i liked most about it and then also too i think the only thing that turned me off from it was when people got to a certain rank like the trolling got kind of bad i haven't played it in a while so i know things could be different i probably haven't played it in like eight or nine months so stuff could be different so just throwing that out there Mm. That was the only thing I think I, I didn't really like about the online play. Like certain people would just like troll others. cause you know, you could disrupt others' missions and stuff. Oh, yeah. But that was also the positive about GTA because it made it real life. Do you
0: think that online trolling has ruined some games? Like there's like weird things that people do, for example, in Battlefield, where they turn planes a certain way or drop people off and then you end up on like the tippy top of a building that no one can shoot you but you can shoot them type thing do you think trolling has kind of killed some games for you or do you think that's just an eye-opener for developers
2: i think it's both i think it's an eye-opener for developers and i mean of course if it gets to a point where developers can't fix it then yes it can become annoying like I'm remembering years of war. I don't know if you remember this, trailer. Like, like, in the first one, like, you could glitch out the map. I don't know, if You could glitch out the map, Like you basically just snipe people from, like, a distance. Kind of the same thing they would do in Call of Duty as well, too. I'm pretty sure it's in Battlefield. But, you know, like, that thing. People glitching out of the map. Like, that shit should never happen. Because mm-hmm. in certain games, like, that's a huge advantage. That's not good at all.
0: Glitching outside of the map and then allowing you to snipe yes. characters. What kind of bullshit Honestly, is that? Honestly,
1: I don't even... Honestly, you know, human beings are making these games. There are going to be some faults in these damn games. The way I see it, these these glitches, these you know, these things, they're not eye openers at all for these de- developers. They're they're just nuisances. It's like, oh shit! Well, someone you know found this glitch. Oh, we better patch this up, figure this out real quick, just to make it even for everyone else, so no one gets pissed off at the game, and so they keep playing it, so they buy our next game. I will, I don't see it's, it's, it has an eye opener. I think all that shit gets, you know, smoothed over from the start, but then when a glitch like that or something along those lines is found, they're like, "Oh, damn it. Oh, let's let's, you know, figure that out real quick, make it make it all good to go and cuz the game's already done. They're not worried about it anymore. The game is selling itself. They don't have to promote it anymore." it's not like hey we fixed this glitch down by this game right because it's so much better now like no one gives a fuck about that man they're only doing it to keep their name as as a as you know a developer that's that's what it's all about at that point they're, they don't really care about anything except for keeping their brand which okay. i can't really blame it for they did all their hard work the project's over extra credit who cares it's all about making sure that they are in in good favor with their fans right right I'm not I'm not too sure about the whole uh, eye-opener for the developers argument but that's why that
0: I just asked that because I've worked for Amazon and when we did audiobooks and we messed up we got killed for it Um, to the point that where we got like written up like everything was a fatal flaw and so you've released this game to the public, and it was your job to handle a certain aspect of it, and you failed. So you're saying that it doesn't seem like a big deal, but I'm wondering if that person's boss is seeing it the same way. So that's why I asked it that yeah. way. Because that's not, that's a mistake that's not seen just by us, and it's like, oh, we'll fix it. That's a, three gigabyte update which means someone can't play that game for 15 minutes when they just bought it and it costs you 60 dollars and you had to drive to the store so you spent gas to drive to the store or paid online shipping so to me even though yeah it's not that big of a deal or it may seem like it's not it's a huge deal to me and that's only because like i said i've worked for those corporations and and again you get docked for stupid stuff you know um we've i've seen audiobooks get released with people having background conversations in them and it's like is that a big deal no you just recall the product and you just take it out was the conference conversation uh detrimental to the company not really it was actually a funny conversation like an outtake but at the same time now your product looks like crap and it's still on the shelves so that's why i asked it and that's not to downplay yeah, your yeah. argument i get what you're saying i just feel it's to me, it's important. I want a perfect product. If I'm
2: paying sixty dollars for it, oh, absolutely, you know, absolutely. I mean, I guess, I, I, I guess, it's really on. subjective. You know, it, it, it possibly could be subjective. I mean, you could look at it from like, I guess, a player standpoint, or like, a, or like you <coughs> said, Corey said, a business standpoint. Because that's that's how I was thinking about it. Like, you know, I work with billing systems. I'm thinking like, damn, if a developer fucked up some shit, or like a pricing you know, or a product was wrong, and we printed a bill, like a customer is gonna be like, yo, like why the fuck did my bill go up this high? Right, right. Like, you know, like, developers developers get chewed out for shit like that. Like, I know if you, you know, like you said, a typical fan might be like, oh, it's fun, you know, it is what it is. So, I mean, it, it's just possible to be subjective yeah maybe it is a little bit more of a balance of both because
1: obviously everyone does want to put out a perfect product because i mean that's you you live on your name that's what the studios demand that's that's what everyone you know everyone demands that perfection because that's that's how it's supposed to be in the first place that's why these people are in these positions though because it's not like they're just taking some scrubs and putting them in these positions to make these games I mean these these developers are picking for the most part picking some elite people who have a lot of experience and they're expected to do their job as well and they have a lot of a lot of good things on their resume to support them and I don't I, don't, I really don't think that it's gonna end up being as big of a deal because they smooth smooth over those things for all these demos and everything because that's what that's what all these soft releases of these of these video games is for and that's. Uh, I, mean, I think that there's probably relatively very few things that get through until the final products But if it does end up getting through to the final product I mean, I have never seen like a massive thing like that that ended up like really screwing some things up Maybe y'all have but I mean, I think those things probably get smoothed out a lot sooner than people expect Yeah, I guess I don't
0: really know I just it upsets me and I actually been waiting to talk to somebody about this because back in the the heydays of gaming like you know you couldn't release a game with glitches like because there was no dlc content like that game was on the shelf and that was it and if there was an era they had to recall all of the discs and then fix the discs and redistribute it like but that that i, I don't even remember that ever happening i can't remember a time where a game got recalled i can't think of one i don't think that was a thing so now i feel like because people are are able to download updates and things like that that people have become a little bit more lax in the sense that okay this is this is fresh off of uh testing we can just throw it out there and we'll use the release with more testing and then whatever happens happens yeah that's cool that's actually good for the game because now you can give people what they want and make a game last longer but at the same time it's bad because now you can just release whatever and no telling what's going to happen when it reaches the people. It could not work at all or, you know, something terrible could happen or nothing at all. So it's, it's always a crapshoot, which is why my thought on buying new games has changed to I'm going to wait. Yo, such and such just dr- dropped. Great. I'm going to wait until all those uh, dope video gamers play it and figure out all the glitches and then I'll buy it. I don't buy There's not a game I've bought yet this brand new like off the shelf i haven't done that in years since playstation two days i don't know what what do you what do you feel about that x is is that something that you you echo or do you feel you have a little bit more faith in companies
2: no i i will agree i think i've seen it mostly when the new system came the new systems came out when playstation 5 came out like every game was so damn broken like i didn't (laughs) even want to play my system for a while i remember 2019. so bad battlefield i mean playstation 4 my bad <laughs> but um battlefield ba- battlefield was was so bad like it was so 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 bad like the glitching was terrible and then, i mean another game i was gonna bring up too i don't know if you played or if you remember was skyrim i remember skyrim mm. was one of the funniest games i had but <clears throat> at times like you'd be fighting your character would just freeze like and it used to happen a lot like i think it took them a little bit to actually fix that 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 um glitch Mm. But I, I think you're right, though. I think it has a, affected how consumers buy games, especially online player games. Like, Battlefield basically had to get his fans back with Battlefield 1. Because the prior two were horrible. Yeah. Like, Battlefield Hardline was so damn bad, Like the gameplay sucked, and it was glitchy.
1: Can any of y'all name a game uh, that was before this you know, DLC era that has a glitch, but everyone still loves the game and no one says shit about the glitch no one no one seems to really get mad i mean clearly this is before games were online and all that as mm-hmm. well but can any of y'all name one one glitch from a game uh just this one like just want to, to know what y'all fa- favorite glitch or whatever it would be Um oh, the most man.
0: memorable i guess most memorable yeah, glitch really think about that one. yeah i'm gonna have to really like dive deep into like some internet searches because that's a good question there has been some where like um, you know a lot of times it was something small, like miles not lining up or cutscenes not lining up right, but that really didn't matter because the cutscenes looked whack anyway back in the day, so what difference does it make? I
1: would say that the most uh, the most famous and the most useful glitch that I've ever seen in a video game ended up being on uh, on those on, I think it was Pokemon red version. I think it might have been in a yellow version too not oh, quite positive. Remember the, remember the missing good no glitch? One. Yeah, that was a good one. On the a east good coast one. of, uh, of, what was that? It wasn't Saffron City. It was maybe a Cerulean City. I can't quite remember. It was the one
2: uh, that was, was, uh, basically like an island
1: east. though, right? Yeah. It, was, yeah, it was the southwest corner of the map. Just right south of Pallet Town. And you just, it was like one of the last places you got to. That oh, was a very yeah. popular one that a lot of people use, Just because they got to use that glitch and, uh, and increase all their rare candies, or if you were a badass like me, use that shit for your master balls, man. And I was, I was catching all the fucking Pokemon, man. All of them. No one was stopping me. Got to <laughs> catch them all, not some of them. That shit don't even sound right. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I mean that that was a very popular one, but the, uh, but my favorite personal one ended up being on. Uh, y'all remember on. Uh, the original uh, Super Smash Bros on N64 hmm mm-hmm. y'all remember on a uh, Coast so, <laughs> another Pokemon uh, uh, Glitch right here on these on the Co, on the Pokemon Pikachu's home map on that game uh, a lot of a lot of these games had this glitch where where uh, the CPUs would get stuck and they would like continue to walk toward the right, toward where the Pokemon popped out of that, like, it looks like a garage door that opened out every now and then this is like part of the map. And they would just walk toward it constantly. And so even if, you know, an electrode popped out and, you know, you self-destruct and, you know, bust the shit out of their asses, I mean, they'd still walk toward that shit and just walk into that wall, just walking through the wall constantly until it just blows up and kills them wow and that happens happens every so often but it was still like man like i don't know how they didn't see this because every single every single uh cartridge of that game that i've ever played has had that same glitch but no one really seemed to mind or talk shit about it because it's like yeah, it only really happens to the cpus and it just makes it easier to kill them it's like man nah. but it's kind of
0: weird how both of those did happen with pokemon games that is funny that is very funny there is some glitches. Uh, there was a glitch in Killing Floor, apparently, where the map outpost, if you stood by the tires, there was a hole in the map and, and the enemies couldn't attack you. So people would gather around the tires and then they would just chill back there until the boss. The boss was the only one that could get past those tires. So that's what people were doing. So I think it's, it's the beneficial glitches we don't care about. It's the glitch where you can't complete the game. It's the glitch like in, uh, which one was that? Battlefield 4, where PlayStation released the campaign version and you couldn't complete it if you died. The game would glitch out. The screen would just go black. So you had to try to beat the game without dying if you wanted to beat it or else you couldn't reload it. And, and sometimes it just wouldn't work in general, even if you didn't die. Cutscenes, you, you didn't really know. So... Those kind of glitches, we can do without those. But the useful stuff, I, I think people are with it. Like, yeah, I- I'm going to take free money or free items. Of course, I'll take it. But that glitch that's going to screw me over, I'll pass on that for sure. Games were glitchy back in the day, but they weren't like detrimental. One of the things that people used to do, I'm sure you remember, is is straight up just Get the game sharks and glitch their games out on purpose, which to me was. I remember uh, that shit. Yeah, Game Shark was that shit. What's good, y'all? What up, man? Doing? you missed the first topic, but that's all good. That's all good. Yeah, man. What was the first topic? Uh, we were talking about if we were more so competitive uh, game players or cooperative game players.
3: Yeah. So what did everybody say? To that are they competitive or?
0: Listen to the podcast,
1: nigga. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I've been waiting on this. Hold on. I've tried
1: to cover (laughs) this. Miss you too, brother. I miss you too, man. Shut up, Trey. (laughs) Here we go. That's that's music's my ear right there, man. Man.
0: Xavier. Xavier. Yeah, you was eating a sandwich, my nigga. Heard it. (laughs) Heard it. How was it? (laughs) Was it good? I eat no sandwich. The uh, fuck you over there eating? you the muted your goddamn mic. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, man. I was hungry. Hey, I hope it ain't got <laughs> no coming in it. Uh, I hope it ain't. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. bitches out here fat, man. <laughs> look at yes. Man, down. Uh, but I'm going to let it ride. I'm going to let it ride. I'm going <laughs> to let it ride. But on a serious note, um, what is the next topic, oh
2: Keeper, of topics? What is you guys' favorite soundtrack from a game? Mm. Oh, I wrote that one down
0: because... Tony
2: Hawk, Pro Skater 4. There you go. Wow.
0: You, there you go. Out, you went out there on that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um... I'm
3: going to say GTA San Andreas. I like that.
1: Yeah, that's the easiest
0: answer, man. How about Yeah, that, that was much my- <laughs> dog <Dogged. laughs> He talked. <dogged. laughs> dog <was> uh, <laughs> I think if I had to pick one, <laughs> I, would- I would go with uh Oh, that nigga dodged the cookies off you. I would go with why, Metal Gear why, why, Solid. Is that the
3: easiest answer. No. Hold on. Why is that the easiest answer, Trey? I want to hear your input on this.
0: How many damn songs are there? How many kingdom game,
3: Hearts, now? bitch? To- <laughs> how
1: many How many damn songs they have on that game, man? How many what? like How many damn songs they have on that game, man?
3: We don't know. It's the soundtrack. I don't know. It,
1: lasts, mean- it lasts forever, man. It has something for everybody. That's your bitch ass up. <laughs> that's like, that's like, hey man, what kind of music moves do you like? Hey, I like the radio. Mm. That, was the that,
3: okay. that was not even the case for that one. That was not even
1: the case for that one. That was old school 90s music, most of it. 80s and 90s. Okay. Okay, I, I like old
3: school 80s and 90s music
0: man. <laughs> Am I supposed to come up with a genre? Of all that was <laughs> Well, how about this? How about this? Let's let's keep it to games with original soundtracks, not made by uh, dope 90s artists. And if we keeping it in that vein, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, which I think that song actually won an award uh, with that woman. Uh, Chad, you know the one I'm talking about. Not for uh, honor, Cynthia. but yeah, for yeah, you. <laughs> Snake Eater. That joint right there. That was, that was a pretty good one. That was a dope one. Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. That was good. That was good.
3: Uh, Final Fantasy X was good
1: too.
0: remember that one. that was really good that one too i'm gonna have
1: to throw out skyrim man There's there's like it's just epic as hell. Like all that all that music that's happening in that game is just epic as hell and makes you feel like you're about to go out and just fucking like kill a saber toothed tiger with your bare damn hands and just not give a fuck. It's like man, I was like anything is fucking possible. Like I'm a fucking I'm a fucking king at this shit, man. Like I I'm the fucking goat, like any, I don't know, man. That shit that shit just fucking
2: was epic as hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that one. I like Kingdom Hearts as well too.
0: Then Kingdom Hearts have a lot though. They had a—I remember that commercial for that when that first dropped. It was—it was a heater, but they had a, like a lot of tracks on it that was just all fire. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I do like the Max Payne theme song, as depressing as that sounds. I do like it. Oh, yeah. It. That boy Max,
2: sad life he had.
0: He really did have a sad life. Like, it was not a moment where you could feel good for him. Like, it was no moment in that game where he was like, good for you, Max. You did it. It's like, nah, first he is on drugs, and then he get with a girl, and the girl would play him like, dang, your game is weak. Max, your game is so weak. She bout to play you. He didn't follow uh the, the 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 man laws. I feel like he was breaking a lot of man laws. You don't just fall for no chick like that. I mean you smash and you dash.
2: Why was I there again? Wait. Wait just a minute. Talk to
3: me.
0: What are you so afraid of? What do you want from me?
3: The things that I want by Max Payne The smoke, a whiskey, for the sun to shine. I want to sleep to forget, uh, to change the past. Uh, My wife and baby girl back. Unlimited ammo and a license to kill. Uh, right then, more than anything, I wanted her. Uh, you let them hear.
0: Of course, of course, I'm joking. Hold on, let me clean that up. Of course, of course we're joking here because I don't, I don't want no DMs, as we said. But yeah, that was a good soundtrack, and I think I had one more written down, which uh, was you And again, we we played a bunch of these different songs or whatever when we were. Uh, Two episodes ago when we were talking about different old school games that we liked, Tenchu was fucking dope. Very, very like, jazzy, very funky type records. I really liked it. GoldenEye was really good too.
1: Oh man, yeah, yeah
3: that was that was classic too. Just the, not only the theme song, but just the
2: other songs on the the different boards that they had. So, Ninja Gaiden was dope too.
0: I don't remember that one. Hmm. Ninja Gate. I do remember that game. I don't remember the theme to it. Would we say Zelda? Would anybody say Zelda? Yeah.
1: I... I want to say that man, but you know i'm always saying great shit about that game, man. It's just like I I feel like I should let somebody else say something good about that Instead of me bringing it up for once
0: Good soundtrack the fact that you could actually play music on that was dope But at the same time There was just good tracks in it built in already, which was dope so I really enjoyed that uh Really enjoyed the soundtrack. The one thing I didn't like about that game is trying to catch that big ass fish. That shit took weeks.
1: Hey, man, you just
0: have to you just know how to fish, man. My dad used to force us to fish. Uh so I know I love bit <laughs> about fishing. I just I, I hate fishing. But virtually fishing, it was cool, man. It was cool. I didn't have to put no uh That shit was fun. Yeah, it was dope. So You didn't have to touch a damn worm. Touch no worms. My thing was not touching the worms. I always seemed to cast my line. In the places where you really didn't think you could cast the line into, like we were at the house, we hadn't even got on the water yet, and I cast my shit into a tree. Casting
1: in the house.
0: Yeah. Also, yeah. I, yep. About uh, a while Do some casting in the house. I had to try to practice so I didn't fuck up on the boat, but I would just fuck up at the house. So then I would end up with no no pole. It was a it was bad for me. Like I will never go fishing again in my life, even if y'all they was like, oh yo, some celebrity that you really like is fishing, you should go up there and get some <laughs> autographs. I'll be like, that nigga had to kiss the tip uh, of my dick, because I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not That's going. Tight. Oh, tight. Yeah. Because I was there for the whole thing. Can't do it. How do you yeah, cast man. a line into a tree? If somebody could explain that to me. Cause uh, please a let bitch. me know. That's pretty much what it was. That's what it was.
1: You know what? I, I would like to give a shout out to... Uh, to Tripwire for making this game, man. Because the soundtrack on this game is pretty cool, man. This this is a pretty badass music to be killing some zombies, too, man. I'm not gonna even, even going to lie on
0: that. It's
1: just kind of cool.
0: It is. They need to put some hip-hop, though. I feel like not all people kill zombies to hardcore metal. In my mind, I'm doing it to DMX.
3: Or uh, Ice Cube back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah.
0: Some classic hip-hop on that joint. I'm with it. I'm with it. Don't, don't sweat. sweat the technique. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the point in my head. I don't mind a good scream song, but at the same time, like, come on, B.
1: Mix it up a little bit.
0: Yeah. Woo! But it's free, though. So I can't man. complain. I can't complain at all. My circuit blew. Well, hey, man. Um, welcome back. How you doing there, boss? I'm good. I was like, what
2: the hell just happened?
0: We were just talking about how Tripwire should definitely add some hip hop, especially some like old school hip hop, some more aggressive hip hop to their soundtrack because like although this is cool, definitely could use some more aggressive stuff. Like some Lil Jon, B.I.B.I., some Pagan. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. You took it back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man, there's never a better hype man, hype, hype man in the game than Lil Jon, man.
2: That's on my that workout players. Bia Bia and Bo Hagen? Man, I used to watch <laughs> boys get peaced in high school off them songs. Them songs used to start riots. Uh, Luda was <laughs> like that for me, man. Yeah, he was for a while. He did have some pretty aggressive music. Man, I had my uh,
1: my high school football mixtape, like all, all my fucking highlights. I had that shit to use a hoe every time, every time I'd smash somebody on the field. Just like
0: ho oh! <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yeah, man. Come on, B. That's that shit I do like. My lord, son. That's kind of dope, though. I'm with that. But yeah, that's that's all I got for video game soundtracks that I actually dig on.
1: I know this is kind of random topic. What's the craziest pet that any of y'all wish that y'all could have? Ferret. Hands Ferret down.
0: Yeah, Jack and Daxter, man. Oh, this is
1: kind of cool, man. But they smell. They're
0: also pretty aggressive, are I they? think. Yeah, if not a ferret, I would get a chinchilla, be- chinchilla, because I, f- I almost said a chalupa. Chalupa's not a pet. That's 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 a good-ass taco. Um, a chinchilla, <laughs> uh, I feel like is an ancient monk of some kind, you know what I mean? So, it's a rodent. It is, but they look like ancient monks when they sit up there. Remember that, Chad? They look like ancient monks when they yeah. sit. And I had a, a friend in college who had one, and they, they it was precious. Uh, I would say a hedgehog? Uh, that'd be my shit.
1: Mm. This, this is the craziest pets y'all come going oh damn now i'm starting to sound extreme okay so the reason i asked man because i was talking to someone i was actually talking to my boss earlier about this now, I, I would really love to have a pet bear as much as crazy as that shit sounds man <laughs> just like That's the i was thinking, i was <laughs> i was thinking about it like this man like i was thinking like hey what kind of dogs i want uh i don't want no little dog that i'm gonna end up breaking I don't want to roll over and accidentally, you know, or like even step on a damn dog, and you know hurt or kill this motherfucker. Cause that shit would, that shit would suck, man. I want a, I want an animal that will be near my size, that that I can like, you know, throw around, wrestle with. It would not fucking break. Don't have to worry about it. You know, it's not a fucking problem. Man, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I want, like, I want a Rottweiler. I want some shit like that. I'm like I want something about the size of a small fucking bear. I was like, man, what if I had a bear? That shit would be cool as hell. Mm. Bears are really intelligent mammals too. So I was like, yeah, I wonder about that.
0: I don't know about a bear, man. I could go with a cat, like a oh. um, a lion or something would be cool. bear oh, would just scare the shit man, out of me. Cats
1: are always vicious.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, this is if we had to pick. I mean, you die yeah. either way, you know.
1: Uh, man, I know I know a lot of uh, stories of where people have lived quite harmoniously with theirs, man. But cats never fucking end well. It doesn't matter what your relationship with them is, man. They're moody. Moody creatures. It don't even matter if it's a fucking domesticated little cat
2: that's about three pounds. Man, that motherfucker's out to get you. <laughs> if I can't pick day food up from PetSmart, my blackness prevents me from owning it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm going to just be real with you.
3: Where y'all think Kyrie going, though? Woo!
2: The fuck up out of Cleveland. That's right, for sure. Where
3: to? I where think sitting sitting there there like the best case scenario
2: man. is probably uh, the Suns. That makes the most yeah. sense. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for, man. But, I mean, Bledsoe, is, Bledsoe had his time to show if he was going like, to ever break out. I mean, he ain't, like, he ain't a bad player, but he ain't gonna never be like that dude. Yeah. Like, he had the chance, like there was nobody in Phoenix, like he had the chance to like basically take over. He been there for like three years. Shit. Yeah. Isaiah, yeah. remember yeah. Isaiah? Yeah, I say I remember Isaiah got got over there and ate. Remember he was coming off the bench and was eating more than him, and then he he went up to Boston, got traded. Yeah. I remember, he came in there, and it was basically him and Booker. Like, Butts yeah. have been hurt, and he ain't been really consistent. So, I mean, he'll help. But, I mean, you losing. You losing a lot. Oh, yeah. I, mean, we, I
3: think D. Rose might show up. He stay healthy. He might be all right.
2: So I mean, D. Rose going to put the ball in the bucket. That's that's for sure. Like, he don't got the jumper he got, but D. Rose going to get to the paint. Yeah, and that's yeah. the only thing I'm saying. Like, I don't know if him and LeBron are gonna fit because neither can shoot. Like, neither, neither are really good perimeter shooters. Both need the ball in their in their hands a lot, and both attack the basket a lot. Like, yeah. they both really attacked. Like, I don't see how it's gonna fit personnel. They, they was talking about
3: getting Wiggins again, though. Yeah, like, like,
2: but that's still. But then you got three niggas who all play exactly the same. You, that's not going to work. kind of
3: worked for Chicago until Rondo got injured because he's the same way. But.
2: Yeah, but that's also because Rondo moves the ball. I think a facilitator. Like, ain't none of them. like LeBron is dopely can run point, but that's not like his most efficient role, though. You know what I mean? No, nah, nah, definitely. Like, not. I honestly think when the first rumors came out about them possibly trading Kyrie, I'm guessing that could have been around the time where. He was starting to show frustration. Remember, they said him for Chris Paul. But everybody was like, oh, we don't want to give up our future for an older star. Fuck that. I would have made that trade.
3: Yeah, because at least Chris Paul can facilitate. The yeah, ball Chris,
2: Chris Paul can facilitate. And then, I mean, shit, you, if you if you wanted to move, I guess, Kevin Love and get like a Paul George or you wanted another wing player, you could have did that. Or shit, you just could have kept the team you had. Because Kevin yeah. Love would have ate with Chris Paul, for real. He would have ate.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I like don't know. Him. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be interesting. I think we will get back to the finals, but it's gonna be a lot tougher now.
2: I'm gonna be 100, though. Like, if if D Rose and him don't find a way to mesh, y'all not beating Boston. Yeah. They added Gordon Hayward and they added Tatum. Tatum out. Duke. That nigga is a fucking monster. They had him as the best one on one player in the entire league. I see why. <laughs> I mean, not the entire league, but in the entire draft, they had him as the best one-on-one player. But he can, bro, he can score from everywhere. I think he got a nigga can shoot the three, nigga can go to the paint. He got a mid-range, he got handles. Like you don't yeah. know who he really reminds me of. How lethal and raw he is. He reminds me of Melo, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like lethal. Yeah, like it can score all types of ways. It's just I think Boston said that they they weren't concerned about. um they weren't concerned about his scoring. They was like, we know we can score. We're trying to see if you're gonna end up, you know, trying to play defense. So I'm like, if he can add that to his game, then yeah, he he gonna be nice.
3: Yeah, I mean.
2: And in I that think, uh, system too. Yeah. yeah. Bro, it, it's it's I'm just being real. Like, I don't think Boston gonna like sweep the Cavs or nothing, but they can beat them to seven with that team. Like adding Gordon Hayward and Tatum is huge. Yeah,
3: we'll see how he do during the season though. Cause summer league is one.
2: one yeah, 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 are. yeah, for sure, for sure. Summer league is one thing. He got Paul's, but he got the body though. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he ain't. He got the body to, to still go out with the pros. That's the only thing about Darren Fox and them boys. Darren Fox Darren and them Fox are on so. the light side.
3: Uh, De'Aaron Fox is fast as shit. He is like, though. He is. Nobody that yeah. fast, dude. Like, like he's just dude gotta dude have
2: ball like- control. Once he get his ball control together, he gonna be alright. Cause remember, John Wall was was really fast like that. But he never. I don't think he ever really had a problem with um with turnovers much. John Wall never really had an issue with that. Cause I mean, you know, they're gonna be looking for Fox to become more of a facilitator though, in a, in a little, in a way, somewhat. Cause he's really yeah. a scrapper. I mean, what you think of false? though? is nice, but I mean, yeah. right? I guess because he was hurt, the nigga that for real was showing the truth was Dennis Smith, Jr. Uh, yeah. from uh, North Carolina State for Dallas. Now that nigga was balling.
3: Yeah, man. Like it's it's all good, man. I don't even like uh, the whole Lonzo thing too. I'm with it.
2: Yeah, he he going he gonna make L.A. better. People don't want to admit it because his dad, but you just see the way he plays, like his style of play. Like he elevates everybody. He gets everybody involved. and that yeah. nigga run the floor.
3: Yeah. I mean, your first pass is an oop to Ingram. Like they just like right. right over the top, like on the dime though.
2: But Runs I'm the fucking crazy. floor.
3: Yeah, man. I ain't never seen nobody do a punch pass. Like. Yeah, Yeah, on the open floor, you punch the ball. I told
2: people, man. I said, I said, because I mean, you know, they always make hybrid comparisons. I was like, bro, he's gonna be like a like a Steve Nash, Jason Kidd hybrid, just a little bit taller. Like neither of them were really athletic. He's probably going to be more on the Steve Nash side due to the fact that Lonzo don't play really good defense like Steve Nash, but he he kind of can shoot the three, though. It's ugly, but he can shoot the three. You know, like yeah. Steve Nash ran the floor, can shoot the three. Like, he would make, you know, them little fancy layups. You know, he had real good body control. Like That's who he reminds me of. It's like, everybody keeps saying Jason Kidd. I'm like, eh, kind of reminds me more of a Steve Nash because he can shoot a little bit. Jason Kidd didn't learn how yeah, to he shoot. Kid, he got old. And I'm like and Jason Kidd played defense and shit too. I was like, and hey, Jason Kidd's a little bit more athletic. Him and when he was on the Mavs and Suns, I think it was cold. I was just that's just my analysis. I feel like he more stupid-ass.
3: Right. I wanna see what happens when they actually start though, cause you know, Summer League is cool and everything. I think everybody yeah. hyping it. This is a real good draft class, though. I compare it to like the old O three. I mean, yeah, 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 this
2: this this is a, yeah, this, is a deep ass, this is a D bass. This is a D Bass draft class. Like all they said about a good fifteen players we should see like balling within like they first like three seasons. Like this is a really good draft class. Yeah. Like you got yeah. a lot of dudes who are who outside of the freshmen, you had a lot of good freshmen first, first off. You had about a good what, like fifteen freshmen go like straight up off the boards. Like they were they were pretty good this year. But then you also got a lot of upperclassmen that, that uh that are pretty good as well.
3: Yeah. This is I don't- just one
2: of them drafts.
3: Yeah, man, because the last, like, four or five drafts been kind of booty, so I'm like... Oh, man, yeah. I didn't know about this. I was more so looking at Lonzo, but I ain't know, because I watched him play in college, but he just he just fell right into it. He's like, oh, I know y'all. Like, damn.
2: Yeah, but also, too, with Magic being there, it helps him so much more because he, you know, Magic sees himself, and I'm like, dude, like, you don't have no choice but to be successful. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you, the same you know what I mean? Like, players. it's, yeah, like, I'm like, dude, it, it works in your favor that you got drafted by L.A. As much as his dad was saying it and it all came to true, but I'm like, his dad's right. Like, it works in his son's favor. Like, you get drafted by a guy that sees himself in you, and then also, too, he can help you on the player side, you know, develop right. as well. People don't get that shit every day.
3: No, they definitely don't. That's why it's going to work out for him. So, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, interesting this year. Yeah, but
2: he he gonna have a lot of pressure on his on his shoulders. I think that's the only thing he gonna have to realize, like the, everything that comes with that has a lot of pressure too. Like nigga, Magic gonna expect a lot out of you. Like you play for the Lakers, like and I think that's where D'Lo didn't do well, and I don't think he gonna do well again in Jersey. Maybe he will because it's just not LA, but I think LA was too much for him. Yeah, it's too much. Too much hype. Yeah, getting drafted by L.A. is a gift and a curse. It's like getting drafted by the Cowboys or some shit.
3: Right, but you see what J.R. and Shump did when they came to Cleveland. They was like, they ain't got no distractions. It's just fucking basketball. You ain't got to worry yeah. about the big city, all the, uh, you know, advertisement, all the promotion, all that other bullshit. You just play yeah. basketball. That's it. Yeah. Well,
2: good thing and, I mean, some players mean. are more fit for smaller markets for that reason. Not everybody can handle the big market because, like you said, there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's a lot. You're, when you're in bigger cities, you got tons of people who are pulling you to, you know, do endorsements. You know, like James Harden, bro. James Harden, you be seeing him out all the time. My boy be doing endorsements with local shit as well. So it's like, like you said, you ain't just focused on basketball. Uh,
3: that's what I'm saying. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see how he handle it. I think he, you know, he's a little jittery at first, but I mean, as long as you're doing what your main attribute is, which is the assist, if you making. 13, 16 assists, or whatever the fuck he was doing. That shit was nuts.
2: Yeah.
3: It'll be alright though.